you say that everything's perfect and everybody knows that it's not, yeah. then don't yeah. say it. Like, yeah. So you just have to own where you're at. And I think that this idea about being vulnerable and transparent, those are now like leadership skills. Those yeah. aren't soft things anymore. Those are actual leadership skills that are needed to, you know, drive uh, you know, business success in complex environments, whether you believe it or not. Are you ready to elevate your leadership skills in the electronics manufacturing industry? Join Sana Vinding on a transformative journey as she unlocks the key to exceptional leadership in this dynamic field. Discover invaluable strategies, emerging trends, and best practices through expert perspectives and insightful interviews. This podcast is your ultimate resource for gaining a competitive edge, staying ahead of the curve, and shaping the future. Tune in now and unlock the secrets to leadership success in the world of electronics manufacturing. Welcome and thank you for listening to Mind Innovation Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Senna Dinding, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you joining us today. This podcast is the ultimate resource for unlocking the full leadership potential that you have in this dynamic world of electronics manufacturing. So don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this episode. Um, you can find us on LinkedIn, on YouTube, and on Instagram. About this episode today, so we're going to go in and explore the company culture, the leadership, personal development, and also talking about skills. So you don't want to miss it. So let's let's dive into it. So today uh, I have a special guest. This is Shane Suits. He's the vice president of human resources at DigiKey Electronics. Uh, and he oversees the company's digital transformation and that has been impacting 4,500 employees worldwide. With a background in education, including role as a teacher, coach, and principal, he shares a lot of unique perspective uh, to his leadership. And he's also really, really passionate about building a high-performing team and prioritizing a people-centric culture. So welcome, Shane. I'm so excited to, to have you here and to learn from you. Yeah, Sam, and, and uh, you know, thank you for having me. And I love your podcasts. And I love what you say about unlocking your leadership potential, because I, I really believe that everybody has leadership potential. A lot of people think, well, no, not me. I can't. And no, yeah. it's there. You just, everybody has to find their find their way through that and, and have mentors and people. And so thank you for, for kind of bringing some energy to our, to the whole industry, right? Around these topics that you do. I think it's super important. It's a small industry holistically in, in nature, but but there's a lot of people and, and a lot of unique needs and ways we need to grow. So thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Thank you. So I have so many questions today. So let's see what, what, what's what's going on. So I want to touch on the, the the culture, the company culture, Ditiki. And and my question is here, you know, so what, what makes you special or what makes you really proud of that company culture at, at Ditiki? Yeah, that's a that's a great question to start with, and. Uh, it's really funny you start with that question. If you can see on camera, I'm, I'm wearing a T-shirt today um, because I, I just got back in from our warehouse. I was out, out helping pick parts. We are we are very close now. Uh, the the final launch uh, kind of events, as we're calling them, to our new warehouse being online, and so it's it's a very exciting time. And so so maybe it's less about that, but. But right now, during the month of June, as an example, we're asking we're asking leaders, people who don't traditionally work in our in our distribution center, uh, to help out in our warehouse um, to not only help those people that are there every day, uh, yeah. you know, serving customers, uh, but also to help us with some of those tasks that um, you think about all the parts that we have, and you think about moving your home, and then you think about moving DigiKey's warehouse. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> it's it's a big thing to undertake. But you know what? Our, our culture, we try to keep it really, really simple. It's this. We try to hire very good people. 
will understand that we need to serve the customer. And when we serve the customer, customers come back. It's not, it's not a calculus equation at all. But I think the one thing that's been really a staple at DigiKey is that when we say customer first, it actually means customer first. Uh, when we say people first, it actually means people first. I mean, I think I read something, Santa, that 75 to 80% of companies have the word people in their values, yet yeah. their actions don't back it up. I mean, you, you don't have to listen to it very long in a leadership podcast anywhere to hear, you know, people, people, people. Then people. you go to the newspaper, yeah. you go to their quarterly reports, and it's completely opposite their actions. Yeah. So, yeah. And then it's communication, so communication, communication, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to tell the story and the value yeah. proposition. I mean, we don't just say, hey, you know, you don't just sign up to work at DigiKey and then you everybody believes, oh, it's a customer. No, it, it's how does how does what we do in, in distribution, it's not the, the most sexy work in the world. We're putting parts in a boxing, but we're getting it to people that innovate yeah. and, and do the engineering and things. So we try to connect those dots so they understand what their value proposition is within our company and what DigiKey's, you know, kind of role in, in the world is uh, with regards to technology and innovation. And that seems to, you know, seems to help us out. And, you know, then we have to have engaged leaders that, that believe in those same things. And so yeah. again, I'm going to, I'm going to stop there. We keep it simple, but we, we we're very intentional about how we approach our culture And, and not it's just a, not a one-stop shop or it's not just a workshop. It's something that's constantly top of mind for us. Yeah. So touching on, and again, company culture, because it's, it's also like a buzzword, right? So if you open that box, what, what, what is it? Is it the collaboration? Is it the supporting of, you know, how, yeah, working together? Is it the communication? You know, what's, what's in the, in that, in that box, if we call it the company? I, th I think it's a great question. Let me start with what I don't think we do really well as we've grown. I think communication has been a challenge for us. I'm just going to yeah. call it. It has been. It's a very key element to um, to culture, but that's something that's a that's a growing, uh, we're, we're learning, growing some legs with that as we've gotten yeah. bigger and we have to understand how to uh, communicate in different mediums. It's not just the technology and stuff, but how do we meet people where they're at and everybody wants it in a different way? So that's a challenge for us. Um, but when it comes when it comes to the company culture, again, it's stressing that idea again with with the, our employees, with with the customer. But we do spend a lot of time with leaders also in focusing on creating this kind of human environment. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that's the soft stuff, and it's like it's a super simple way to look at it, Santa. You know, yeah. if you are my wife or my sister or my mom or my daughter, like how would you want people in this case to be treated in your company by that, by a leader or with benefits or whatever you do in your company? Yeah. So we try to really lead with that empathetic human lens. And that doesn't mean it's a free for all at DigiKey, right? We, we have to meet the needs of customers, but sometimes <laughs> being human and empathetic is, Hey, you know, you're struggling today. We're not, the, the job isn't getting done or, Hey, you're not a cultural fit for us. So we need you to find somewhere else to, you know, to yeah. work candidly. Yeah. So, so I think it's, it's keeping it simple. I think a lot of times companies will do these, these months long or year long things uh, to come up with five sayings that, that they, they end up on a great marketing poster, but, but then you follow leaders around in the building and it's like, you don't see it. You know, no. follow me around for five minutes in this building. Follow Dave Doherty. Follow others. You'll see that uh, you know they 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 respect the fact that we're out there alongside them when it's appropriate. I mean, we got to lead the company. We can't just be out picking parts every day. No, no. Um, so, so I think those are the those are some of the small things. Um, leader, you know, really working with leaders, though, Santa is important. Is is we've gotten bigger. 
no offense, it, it can't be what Dave says or Shane says or Linda or the rest of our executive team. They have to connect directly with their 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 leader. And so it's whether it's a supervisor, manager, director, VP, it doesn't really matter. We all have the same responsibility yeah. to help people feel part of something beyond themselves, yeah. uh, part of a team, and then part of this ecosystem that is DigiKey, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think as well, when you're saying, I just have like a comment on it, right? With the with the communication, it's an ongoing, because with all the technology that's going, it's like an ongoing way we have to improve. Because if you have different software, different technologies, right? And I think also just with all the video, if I'm researching or looking for something, um, I rather want to see the video and a screenshot yes. instead of reading an SOP. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is a yes. like a PDF document, right? It's, it's just, mm. it's the way we... We we all learn differently differently, um, but but I think we also need to keep up and saying what is an, an efficient way to communicate, and that can give a tra challenge, right? Because it do take longer to create that video to explain it uh, than maybe to write something up. But again, what's best in the long run is that the video or is it the text or is it both? Yeah. Yeah, I think in keeping that end user in mind, just like you do with a customer, right? Employees yeah. are our customers and leadership. And I think I think if we can use that lens a little bit, I agree with you. Sometimes communications over orchestrated. Yeah. You know, yeah. just sitting down, hitting quick time on your Mac and shooting a quick video and sending it out and say, hey, listen, yeah, we killed it this week. You know, we're way above projections where we're supposed to be. Thanks yeah. for your help. Have a great weekend. I mean, there could you could put a lot of energy in a room. Yeah. Or, or it can be other things too, where hey, listen, we're, we're struggling this week. Uh, we have some things that we need to improve on. We're hoping next week we can come at it this way. And here's some opportunities. So yeah, yeah definitely. Um, what about skills? I I really love talking about skills. Is I I always see as like you know that's the new currency. So mm -hmm. within our industry. How how do you make sure that DigiKey employees, you know, are keeping on on the skill set or actually exploring and learning new skill set? Yeah, you know, I had the opportunity to speak at our um, industry event at, at ERA, and skills is the new currency. Actually, was kind of my topic uh, in, in part of a. Uh, it wasn't my topic. Where it's part of a roundtable, but that's really what we um, what we drilled down to. And, you know, this idea of skills being the new currency is is really critical. You know, you think about the environment. I've been in this industry. It's going to be six years in August. And if I dial back to August of 2017 to now, yeah. think of what has changed. Yeah. I'm so pumped about what's going to happen in the right. next six years. Yeah. And six more after that. You know, it's yeah. way different than education. It moves a lot quicker. And so I think the companies that are going to be most successful are going to be, you know, very clear about the fact that they have to create environments for their employees, for their leaders, for their individual contributors, for their frontline employees to explore not only some things that are personal interest to them that could spark professional interest, but how are you being intentional about understanding what is needed in that role in the future. So let yeah. me use, I don't know, a product manager. Every company has product managers, right? Yeah. Well, do you do you benchmark a product manager of what you need today? Or do you start benchmarking what a product manager needs to be in 2024? You can't go out to 2030 or that, no, that's, that's no, crazy. Yeah. But I think a lot of times we think, oh, we have a gap. We have to solve this problem. Let's get somebody in there. Let's write the job description. And then we 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 benchmark it to where our gap is today and we're already we're already late. Yeah, And so when you think about currencies, I think that's a shift that companies will have to make is to understand where are we going? What are, well, first of all, what's our strategy? 
yeah. what are the capabilities needed in to you know drive that strategy home and then what leadership kind of profile or leaders do we need to help to help drive that so you know one of the things that we try to do at digikey and and I'll be honest with you it kind of ebbs and flows at times right is we when we've been very successful about moving people around in the business okay yeah and so here's where i think covid has probably thrown a little bit of wrench in things for companies um, definitely in ours, without a doubt, is that the world got in a big hurry. The world got behind. We have all these issues, yeah. And then you're like, "Whoa, okay, we we're we have a significant gap. We need to react to this now." And so now we're we're kind of out of time. And so now we need to go buy those skills because we have to have somebody that comes in. It's like a yeah. you know first round draft pick on a sports team that can come in and do that. And, um, and then we don't have as much time to build or even borrow. So, you know, we tend to look at things in three buckets. What talent and capabilities do we need to buy? Okay. Mm-hmm. Where should we borrow that talent from inside our business? And where, yeah. where do we have time to be able to build? Because we have a nice, I don't want to call it a succession plan, but we have depth of talent in certain areas. So, but, um, and, and then how do you give people opportunities to learn on their own, which is, yeah. which we definitely, uh, you know, support and have a lot of platforms for that. Yeah. Yeah. I always ask if I'm hiring into my team or to the team, I'm always asking and saying, how do you learn? That's one of my yes. questions because that yeah. shows, right. What, if they're loved, if they're loving to learn new stuff and also how, right. Is it that video? Is it text? Is it searching? Because every day, um, I think in, in my job, you know, you still, you, you're learning, right? And if there's something you don't know, you need to do that research or critical thinking. Um, so that, that gives a really good input. Yeah. And that environment, Santa, needs to be created within a company too. And, and I love that you asked that question because there is still a dated mindset in some cases. Well, my leader didn't, or my leader hasn't. It's like, hold yeah. on a minute. This, this thing about learning is, is definitely a partnership. And I could yeah. argue it's more on the individual than it is the leader, you know, and I don't, that's not always the most popular comment that I make, but it's true. Yeah. And so, you know, it's uh, so I think asking that question and, and as, as a company, you know, how do your leaders then ask those questions in one-on-ones or those offsites and different yeah. things as, as we develop people, it's really important. Yeah. No, that's right. I also think when you write that job description, you want everything, right? And then when you start getting the resumes in, <laughs> it's never, it's never because you want <laughs> this full list. Um, and you, but you get, you get some and then you get other skill set or other really valuable um, human, right? I don't know if it's soft skills or hard skills, what do you want to call it? You get in and that's where you need to see, okay, that's where it can take me to 2024 or to 2025 or 2030, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, I call those transferable uh, skills. So oh. That's what I call them. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, you can write this, this job description that's yeah. super clinical, right? And it's yeah. like all the way down to you're, you're yeah. everybody, you're going to strike out because you're not yeah. going to get everything you need. So so what are the non-negotiables? Just, yeah. just make it small, right? And then yeah. say, hey, yes, we got all this other yeah. stuff. But then check in. Do they have those transferable skills where they're going to show that appetite to learn? They're going to help uh, develop your culture beyond where it is today. They're yeah. gonna, you know, they want to move around the business, those types of things. Yeah. What about learning? You know, because I, I think when now that we are talking about the learning, I think it's also important to look at the failures. And if, if you don't call it failures, then you call it learnings. Mm-hmm. How how do you share that? And because it's vulnerable, right? It's really vulnerable to, to yeah. sit in a meeting and then be a leader or becoming a leader and saying that, oh, I screwed up, right? Um, so how how open minded are you at Digikey? Yeah, I think I think that again, it's very dependent on leadership. 
So I, I would say that in certain business units, it's it's super open, right? And I yeah. and in others, it's not. I'm not going to be afraid to say that, right? Because that's yeah. the reality of. But I think that that overall, as a company, you know, we try to be very transparent. I mean, we've grown so quickly, like many others in the industry. And I'm sorry if you say that everything's perfect and everybody knows that it's not, yeah. then don't yeah. say it. Like, yeah. So you just have to own where you're at. And I think that this idea about being vulnerable and transparent. Those are now like leadership skills. Those yeah. aren't soft things anymore. Those are actual leadership skills that are needed to, you know, drive, uh, you know, business success in complex environments, whether you believe it or not. And so, I, I, I think anybody on this this list of this podcast can think about leaders that they've had that have really driven something for them, and they, I guarantee they've been transparent and they've been vulnerable. Like yeah. it's, it's just easy. And some, yeah. but the ones that try to, you know, elbow people out or they don't share information, it, it's such a dated, it's this, this hero leadership model doesn't, doesn't necessarily work anymore. So again, for us, if that has to be modeled, I, I really believe that's something that has to be modeled top down. I don't know yeah. that you can have a grassroots effort on that one uh, specific topic. And so, you know, like with our president, you know, He'll be out there in his Levi's picking parts. So if he's out there picking parts, then I need to be out there picking parts, right? As, yeah. as one example. It's like walk the talk, but right? It is. And, and yeah. it's it's part of that. But, you know, for me personally, it, it's been, um, you know, switching from education to business. I mean, those are two completely different yeah. industries. So if I was going to come in here and pretend that I knew everything, I would have failed miserably. And in fact, I tell people all the time, I'm the dumbest HR guy you're going to know. It's not really the truth, but but I lead that way in a, in, a, in a sense because I need to have people that have deep expertise in their centers of excellence to help yeah. be able to help our business partners because my role here is – you know, it's it's very connective tissue across our business. It's not it's not to manage all those those administrative tasks or those you know benefits and things. It, it's my job to oversee it and be very critical in the decisions that we make, but not be knee deep in that. It's really yeah. to be candidly. I'm a, I'm a business leader who haps, happens to work in HR. That that is the difference. So I've worked really hard to get to know our business and in, in this industry, and it's pretty darn exciting. I, for a yeah. while, I was wondering if I'm really ever going to like it because I love my old life. Yeah, so I was really playing with my mind, but uh, but no, it's it's pretty darn exciting where things are headed. So it's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I want to talk about because you said you know you started. It's how many years ago was it that you started at TTK? Uh, just about six, yeah. Six years. So, so when you started, right? What was some of the I don't know, maybe aha moments or something that was like surprising you when when you look back? Uh, the pace, uh, education just does not change as change as quickly as business. You know, yeah. you think about it from an industry perspective. Twenty eighteen was a was kind of a top of the cycle or on the way up, and twenty nineteen was down, and you know. Um, 2020 was kind of, you know, whatever. And then it took off, at, you know, with COVID and then, 20, yeah. and then now we're, now we're kind of coming on that downside of that market cycle again. And, and, and we're already, you know, I read a re, uh, report that was shared with us yesterday that, you know, the semiconductor market is looking to grow, you know, almost 12% next year, like this thing's going to move. And so I wasn't quite prepared for that. I didn't, not that education is that slow. No. But I just thought, well, okay, we're focused on this and now this happened. And now we have yeah. to focus on this. And, you know, it's like one day we're talking about China tariffs that came up and now we're talking about UPS potentially going on strike. Like it's just, <laughs> there's just, it's constantly moving. And it stuff. is. So that one was, um, that was, that was one that was really front and center for me. Yeah. Um, the other one is that, you know, I think, I think I, 
when I came in, I, I lacked some confidence in some ways. I, I, I think I've always been a humble, confident type leader, but I think I sat back a little bit because I was like, well, is, is this going to work in a, in a company or in a business? And so, you know, I think for me, what I had to learn is that it doesn't matter if you're in education, you're in a big business, you're in a small business, people are people. And you know what? They want to be treated with respect. They want to know you care. They want you to bring energy and passion. They want you to, to be strategic. And it's like, once I kind of like, you know, okay, get out of your own head and start getting after it here in this leadership piece, it's been really fun. And, and of course you get lots of opportunity here at DigiKey. So very grateful for that those yeah, are the two that really stand, stand out. out oh that's awesome I, I like that and and also you know i can see your passion maybe you can't see you and you can hear it so for the podcast right but it, it's, okay. it's funny <laughs> no but it, it's again right the whole the investment in it um and and to look back and i think it's also healthy to to look back and to do this kind of reflection um mm-hmm. because that can help you again to to grow um, what about an advice, you know, if somebody wants to be, you know, to aspire leaders, right? Or, or you know, wants to make a difference within the electronic industry. So what, what kind of advice would you give that like new leader or one, you know, a leader that's growing and what, what kind of advice would you give them? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a question I get asked, you know, fairly often. And it's, it's a really good one. And, you know, I don't know that I have different answers every time, but you know, one one thing I think is is really important, Santa, is sometimes if you're looking for a different role or a different title and some of those things, it always doesn't move at the pace that you may want it to, right? Yeah. And so, so I think for people that are new to leadership or wanting to get in, that you have to be careful of not being distracted by what you either want to have happen next or maybe what's been promised or what will happen in the future. I think that's a dangerous place to live because you miss things then that are in front of you. And so, you know, one of the things that I encourage new leaders is, is making sure that you're, you're constantly aware of what's going on. Are you listening and are your eyes open? Cause there's lots of opportunities to learn beyond LinkedIn learning or meetings or, yeah. or, or conferences or whatever, just in your own business. And sometimes those are not even, those are bad examples that help you learn. Yeah. But I think this idea of, of, uh, of, listening and keeping your eyes open around things is is really important. I'll give you one very clear example. So my first job, I worked at a convenience store in, in Thief River Falls where DigiKey's headquartered. And the the guy that owned uh owned the, the convenience store, it was a new store. And I, you know, I'd sit there and I'd work and, and every person that came into the store and, and Mike was the owner, he seemed to know their name. Yeah. And finally, I'm like, one day I'm 17 or 18. I'm like, Mike, how do you know everybody that walks into the store? And he goes, you know, I know a lot of people, but he said, the ones that I don't know, I want them to feel like I know them. I get goosebumps telling this story because, you know, they come in here for gas, uh, you know, some food, maybe cigarettes. It doesn't matter what they come in for, but I, if they're not having a good day, I want them to get a smile and walk out of the door door differently. And I'll tell you, it took until I became a principal to understand and I, and I found myself learning every kid's name and yeah. making sure I was smiling, making sure I was saying good morning and all those types of things. And so that that's maybe not the perfect example, but I didn't know that was going to be part of my leadership quality. I mean, that's part of who yeah. I am, right? Is yeah. And so I learned that from Mike from working at a convenience store. So now if you accelerate that working in a business and working cross collaboratively in so many different teams, which a lot of people do, I just think there's so many opportunities. Um, that's one. The second one I always tell people, don't be afraid to advocate. And it's not about, 
the V comp or the next title or things like that. But how about you ask people, do you mind if I ride along the next time you have a strategy meeting? Yeah. And I won't say anything, but do you mind if I, um, you know, come along and listen? And and so we try to expose people here at DigiKey that way as well. And I think that's a really good thing because I think there's always this, oh, what's behind the curtain? What are they talking yeah. about? No, we're just yeah. trying to run a business here, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's all it all fits in the same box except for the industry part of you know running a business. I mean, at the end of the day, so those are that's the biggest one. Santa is is. Yeah. Um, um, and I think when you take those little things, you you start to put tools in your tool belt. And when you put tools in your tool belt, people start to notice. And um, you know, then then as you get to that next role, you're more prepared. I think there's so many times often, you know, I ask people, I challenge them with this, okay, what if I gave you a VP title in your area right now, doubled your compensation? Would you like that? And they're like, Yeah, that'd be awesome. What happens in if six months you're not successful? Then what? You know, so that's the part where you have to build this kind of have a craftsman mindset to your career and, and build it. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be slow, okay? But it just means you have to be aware and put those things in your tool belt. And, you know, there's this book by Cal Newport that I love. It's it's called So Good They Can't Ignore You. And I'll, yeah. he talks about exactly what I'm saying is that you have to have a craftsman mindset to your career. And so that when you get up to that, you're ready. Because if you get knocked off that perch because you weren't yeah. ready, it's very, very difficult to, to get back there, especially in the same company. To yeah. rebuild your brand, so yeah. no, that's that, that, that's a good advice. I, I want to loop back because with the the whole new way of working, or it's the normal way of working now, right? That we are in mm -hmm. the office, we're hybrid, we are remote and stuff like that. How do you make sure? And it's also tied into the communication. How how do you make sure that the communication and the transparency um, is is actually happening within the company? Yeah, I think I think the biggest shift that we underwent at DigiKey, I think a lot of times um, in previous before COVID in this hybrid environment, we would solve everything with one big email, right? Yeah. Check, 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 we've communicated, we're done. Yes, off my desk, and here we yeah. go. And but 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 the minute that COVID came, right, and we have people that had to that were still working in the building, over two thousand people, right, because we have this monster distribution center. Yeah. Then you had half the people that work from home. There is no way as quickly as things change, Santa, that you could solve problems with emails. No. So then we had to almost, in, in, I say, relinquish control of leadership. And you had to then start shifting that leadership down more than we ever have and get it at the right level so that, that you know what, if I, if I needed to leave um, because I'm you know, in our warehouse and, and we didn't have busing, as an example, Yeah, I need to leave at two o'clock and I need to go pick my kid up and I'll be back at three o'clock, but from two to three, I got to be off Yeah, and I need to, then I'll come back and make up that hour. But every day I have to pick my kid up because there's no one there to, there to pick them up. And we, and there were, there were busing issues, daycare, whatever it happened to be. Right. Yeah. Santa. So I think the, the idea around the communication piece is, is we had to, we had to decide as a company that, that the way we led, which was successful for a long time, had to change and it had to change immediately. And we had to relinquish control um, with a set of values and kind of non-negotiables as well as a company, because we got to yeah. run our company. Yeah, we yeah, customers. <laughs> but, but you definitely have to turn it over to managers and allow them that flexibility to make decisions and let them know you have their back if they, yeah. they don't make the right one. It's not the end of the world. We're not going to no. break DigiKey. There's not a decision that can do that, right? No. So um, so we really had to to jump in with that. It wasn't easy for people, right? And even some of our senior leaders, it's like, no, this is not a th throw the football over to HR and have them solve the problem. Uh -uh. Yeah. 
you need to own this in your business unit. So I think selfishly for even for human resources and stuff, there was just a lot of, of, of solid efforts that happened that just took our company and grew its maturity uh, significantly and our leaders. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's amazing. I think, I, and that's a good story as well. And I also with the pandemic, it's just, it pushed the whole technology, right? And how to communicate and leadership. It just pushed everything so much. Um, yeah. So hopefully we are. And I don't want to yeah. confuse the fact that we're perfect because we're not. It is It is definitely uh, an ongoing discussion, challenge, growth opportunity. So, you know, yeah. anyone listening, we don't have it all figured out. We don't pretend to. But that's a path that we're on, and, yeah. and to continue to evolve and, and meet the needs of of, of both our, both customers, on, you yeah. know, with employees yeah. and our outside world. So it's, it's nobody's perfect. Come on, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, okay. So my favorite question here is, you know, if you if you're looking back, right, 20 years ago, what kind of advice would you give yourself? <laughs> Number one, I would I would have spent more time learning deeper math i've learned that <laughs> as, I, as i do some things uh i definitely know how to do it but it's 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 interesting i was kind of passive on uh when it came to that so that's my uh, that's my funny one i think i think the one thing that that it took me probably till i was 19 or so was i always loved to read even when i was a kid and i was not a great student i literally i i'd go to school and have fun with my buddies and pass and literally very passive through my education right yeah um, if I was to go back 20 years, it, it would, it would, you know, I would double down on, on some of the opportunities that I had to learn. And I'm, I'm so fortunate, Santa, to have been around some amazing leaders. I can tell you, and people won't believe it, but I have not had a poor leader yet in my career. Now, I've worked nice. with some, yeah. worked with some cross-functionally, yeah. but not, not my direct leader. I, I've been fortunate to have people that 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 care enough about me to tell me the truth to say you know hey listen you, this yeah. impact is not positive and you need to change and you need to think about or you need to slow down um but i i think that 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 part is i'm not scared anymore and i think this this jump from education to business i i mean i i struggled for a while like i really did it was hard on and i now that i've went through that i'm not scared i think i would have just told my own like it all it all works out. Works out. Yeah. And I just think that sometimes maybe I played it safe when I didn't need to. So that'd probably yeah. be my my advice. Yeah, that's a good advice. I look at when I look at me, it's it's like stepping stones. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. I was if I look at me in high school, I was so shy. I was like, I'm not going up and yeah. presenting anything. Yeah, now now look at you. You're all over uh <laughs> now I'm like and, uh, here it is. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's 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 it, right, it's it's the learnings, it's the reflections, it's it's like it's yeah. But it, it's also good to be pushed out um and 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 test yourself sometimes but of course not too much but but i think that that also improve how how you grow right you have to get out of your comfort zone um yeah. and then learn that skill or learn how to communicate or learn how to lead right there's stuff there yeah. um but you need you need a leader or a boss right that actually supports you um and actually have your back i think that's really important well yeah so spot on and i think sometimes too what i've learned is sometimes leaders will will push you to places that you don't think you can get to yeah but they think you can yeah so that is that's a big deal you know and uh, cuz 
if we always if we wait for the perfect time or when we're comfortable, like listen, the whole, it's never no, that's never a perfect off. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so. my advice a lot as well. Yeah, that's nothing, no, no, not a perfect time. Uh, this has been awesome. If there's any of the the listener that wants to reach out to you, how how can they connect with you? Yeah, you know, connect connect on LinkedIn, and uh, you know, the, the other thing, Santa, is I, I send out, I send it to a lot of industry folks that I've connected with. I, I do this leadership thing on Fridays. It's called High Impact Leadership, and it's it's a little bit of a newsletter, a little bit of a blog. I don't tend to post it on social because it's not, I'm not looking for it to be something. It's it's kind of an intimate thing, but uh, you know, I share some thoughts that I have as as a leader, and I've did it in my old life with principals and administrators and, yeah. and, and within the building here and some of the industry. But yeah, if you reach out on LinkedIn, you know, I'll definitely share that. And I send it out virtually every Friday and uh, it's, I get good feedback on it. People like it. Maybe it's because they know me or something. I don't know, but um, yeah, connect. And, and I, you know, I, uh, uh, it's been fun getting to some more industry events and getting to know people. And, yeah. uh, and I'm just excited about, you know, truly where this industry is going to go over the next you know, four to five years, and it's just going to continue to grow. And, and it's, it's really incumbent on leaders, though, in this, and I really challenge people in our ERA thing is, you know, as leaders, we got, we have to work together in the industry to help build that environment. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, it's not going to be just one group or one function or one company. We are, we have to find ways to pull talented people into yeah. this industry because, um, you know, I, this is a, this is just a wonderful economic sector to begin to continue to grow, right? There's others I don't think are going to sustain that way, but, um, but to do that, we got to have talented people, right? They can do lots of things and, and different generations and demographics and diversity that, that can lead thought. So, yeah. Yeah. So thanks for the opportunity. You do a great job and I appreciate your energy and passion as well. So keep doing it. I, I am. I will keep doing it. So thank you. And yeah. I'll put the, the link to your to to your LinkedIn and also, you know, yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. Um so it's it's easy to find and, and everything else. Yeah. So thank you so much. It was this was this yes. was great. I, I love the passion All you right. have as well. I have to say it. I know I have passion, but you have passion too. Yeah. Well thanks. And and next time you're at DigiKey, then won't, maybe we won't won't be in a blizzard when you're here. So it's, it's yeah. beautiful. Minnesota in the summer and fall <laughs> and spring is absolutely amazing. So yeah. I, I have to put that on my wish list because I yes. times I've been up there, it's always been in the wintertime. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. So, so thank you, Santa. Yeah, thank you. If you like Mind Innovation, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share the show wherever you get your podcast. You can follow Senna Vinding and Mind Innovation on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And make sure to check out mindinnovation.com. Stay curious and keep learning. See you next time.